Brave, a program that advocates for our active military, veterans, and first responders. Presented by Homebridge Financial Services, Gear Services Web Design, and Steve Sewell, Farmers Insurance of Texas. Alliance for the Brave, serving and empowering those who serve our great country and the line of duty with a focus on bringing the core leadership values of honor, duty, and service to our communities. America, let's take action to take care of our brave men and women who put their lives on the line to serve us locally, nationally, and around the world. It's time to tune in, join in, and plug in with us. Welcome to Alliance for the Brave. In the air everywhere around the United States and around the world, you're listening to Alliance for the Brave, where we bring education, information, and communication to today's veterans, active duty military, and patriots. I'm Jim Blythe, U.S. Navy veteran, certified senior advisor. My partner, Ron Abrams, the regional coordinator for employment with the Texas Veterans Commission. On this hour, we've got a gentleman who is in the hiring position, uh, and he's able to give you some insights as to what what companies are looking for and some of the techniques that they use. Uh, He's the co-founder and executive director of Social Impact with Heroes to Healthcare and... Empower Q, Empower Q Associates, uh, powering people and creating success. I should do a commercial with these guys. But uh, <laughs> please welcome to the show, Dave Gregorio. Well, thank welcome you. Thank show, you. Sir. Good to be back here. Yes. Man, I'm glad we connected. Absolutely. We need to change the uh, the moniker here from Alliance for the Brave and add heart to it because y'all wow. are the, the Very two good. greatest veteran advocates in the area. Appreciate it. We, Appreciate it. Well, Ron tries hard, and I do the best I can. Y'all but are I, awesome. I got to tell you, one of the big things that we ran into when Ron and I started this program almost, well, over four years ago. Yeah. We ran into the problem right at first that people didn't know, Mm. Dave, that there was a real lack of information. And and while you can't do everything for everybody, what we've tried to do is focus on some of the most important things. Uh, We've had the congressmen. We've had the heads of the VA health care. We've had various people. But one of the most important things, in my opinion, is always employment. Yes, sir. And that's why Ron has been, man, part of the backbone of this team. And what you bring to the table with what you're doing with Heroes to Healthcare. So tell us a little bit about that and how you got it started. And then you were talking, you and Ron and I were talking about your perspective as a hiring person. Sure. I'll give you a snapshot of uh, all the exciting stuff that's been going on and a little bit about my background to provide some validity to what we're up to here. So I've been in healthcare for 30 years. I've spent the last 10 years as a senior executive for some of the largest healthcare companies in the country in the human capital side. And so talent acquisition organizations reported into my organization. So my last senior executive role, we hired 6,000 people per year Wow! <laughs> in various roles Good throughout heaven. the country. And so when Ron talks about LinkedIn and the value of LinkedIn, well, let me tell you, just a couple of my recruiters utilizing LinkedIn to find these phenomenal folks cost me about $120,000 a year. 
That was just a few recruiters. And so, wow. heck, heck yeah, it's a valuable tool. And yes, we're looking at it for talent. So thank you, Ron. As I was driving down the highway on 30, I had a big <laughs> smile on my face. People were wondering, what is he listening to? And it was Ron talking about LinkedIn. And our veterans need to know about it. So, yes. So a little more. Um, oh, and another thing before I forget on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Learning. LinkedIn Learning is a phenomenal tool on LinkedIn, y'all, that is free for veterans. Normally costs 300 bucks a year. It's free for veterans for one year, and it's got some of the best courses on everything you could possibly imagine. We actually use them in our program in order to educate folks. Well, I didn't even know that existed. Yes, sir. Outstanding content. And so... Ron, thank you for bringing us into LinkedIn land. You're it's welcome. Good stuff. <laughs> it's definitely helped me out throughout the years. Good stuff. So I'm fresh off of uh, reviewing about 400, 500 applicants over the last month. So I got lots to talk about on what All I'm right. seeing out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lay it on us. And so, uh, so heroes to healthcare. We're uh, Based on my 30 years' experience and having the great blessing of my life in 2006 working for the Pro family at Pro Systems Healthcare, uh, I was charged with go build a program that transitions middle enlisted healthcare experience veterans into business roles. And between 2006 and 2012, we hired about 500. <laughs> wow. Had them all over the country. We even sent some of those young men and women back to the desert to implement electronic medical record systems mm. in the country of Jordan. How about that? After wow. bringing them out of Afghanistan. And so mm, smashingly successful, had the privilege of doing it again with another patriotic CEO here in the Dallas area for med synergies. We hired about 200, 250 of these young men and women and put them on the business side of healthcare, revenue cycle, consulting, project management, physician engagement, and people said it couldn't be done, but I got to tell you, you put a shiny MBA and a veteran right next right. to each other interacting with a physician, and the veteran wins every time. Really? Sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, the oh, MBA man. trumps everything. You know, it trumps everything. Well, our, our young men and women are shoulder to shoulder with our physicians out there. I had a guy in the last year tell me, Dave, are you kidding me? I did six appendectomies in a plywood box in Afghanistan, and these mm. people are questioning my ability to do whatever it was that was basic. So our physicians know the value of a corpsman or a medic or a med tech from the Air Force. And so uh, with a little bit of polish, a little bit of background, they do amazing things. And so um, so we've been busy putting guys to work. We were blessed by Concentra end of last year and Valor Healthcare, two large national organizations that said we will join the mission, and that's what we're about. Here's the healthcare mission and employing exclusively through our program and getting veterans into roles throughout the country. And so we've been putting them in PA and Texas primarily. And then a great blessing just a week or so ago. And remember, we're doing this through a Department of Labor registered apprenticeship program. Very good, yes. So our young men and women get their BAH while they're participating. So my partner calls it the earn and learn. And so they're getting paid by the employer. They're on a (laughs) career track. And they're getting their BAH because only 6% of these guys actually go back to school and use their GI Bill. So this gives them an opportunity to do something different, have a career, have an experience, and get their GI Bill. We don't want a dollar from them, but we do want them to have a respectable income while they're learning, and that helps. And, uh, And the greatest blessing a week or so ago was a company called Block It. 
born here in the Dallas area, healthcare technology company, bunch of young folks. When I go in there, I feel like a chaperone. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, color your beard a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what my wife says. <laughs> but uh, these guys are off to some incredible things in creating these technologies that make it even easier for physicians to move these patients around our system, easier for the patient. And so a bunch of young guys that have looked at technology and healthcare differently, and they've said, Dave, we want to hire veterans. We just want to hire veterans as we grow. And like these typical technology companies, they're just growing, right? And so they don't care about the degree or whatever. They just want that, that phenomenal background and energy and commitment and leadership that our veterans have. Oh, by the way, a little health care. And they're even applying to the Veteran Hiring Medallion Program at yes. the Department of Labor, which means they're committing to hire a high amount of veterans. And so... And shout out to uh, Brian Schreffer with the uh, Department of Labor. Yes, sir. Yeah, Roxanne Griff- Griffiths as well. Yep, John Kuznar. Can't miss John Kuznar yes. as well in the Department <laughs> of Labor. He's fantastic. So block it. Thank you. Uh, they just recently signed up. Office in McKinney. So... <laughs> All right, how can people get a hold of you? How can people get a hold of Heroes to Healthcare? And especially if you've got, if you are active duty military, you're overseas, you've got a family member who's active duty military overseas, how can they get plugged in with you? What's your contact? Heroes to Healthcare.com, y'all. And uh, right there on the home page is an apply button, and that'll take you to the different jobs that we have open. And uh, I want to make as much of the rest of this show about jobs in general and about resumes, a little more on LinkedIn. But absolutely, here's to healthcare.com. Click, click apply. You'll also find lots of positions regarding what we've got going on nationally on Indeed, which I noticed is one of your advertisers. So shout out for Indeed. And by the way, Indeed, I'll put a shout out for them. They allow us to for free contact veterans. Otherwise, it would cost a whole lot if you're mm. a non-veteran. Wow. So thank you, Indeed, for allowing us to touch veterans uh, for free. Um, so if you apply on Indeed and you put your resume out there, employers can contact you for free, which is a significant advantage because otherwise they're paying. A, I forgot what it is, but quite a bit. Yeah, I like to shout out. them out, too. Uh, they were they helped me find my first job once I transitioned from the military. Right on. And... Uh, uh, Georgia. I, I moved to Lithonia when I first got there and uh, started working for the Georgia Department of Labor. But then using Indeed, I found another position at Think Resources. Yes. So I be, became a recruiter for those guys. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, actually, I'd like to piggyback off of what you had mentioned earlier. I, I actually recommend my guys take a two-pronged strategy and use Indeed and LinkedIn together. Mm. And so go out on Indeed. And go find these great jobs. Because the fact of the matter is, Indeed is where it's at uh, so far. I mean, maybe LinkedIn will take over at some point. But every job you could possibly ever imagine being posted, for the most part, is on Indeed. Go find those jobs and find those employers. Then get on LinkedIn and find your friends and your friends' friends and your friend's friend's friends. There you go. (laughs) Networking. On Indeed that works for that company. And then... You bring those contacts of yours, the specific job that you're interested in, and say, help me get to the right place. Because, folks, only 11% of your online job applications actually turn into a callback. 11%. That's what I've heard. And and if I can piggyback off what you just said, when you speak to a person who's working for the company already, 
a lot of those guys get bonuses for the person who's hired that they refer. That's right. Really? Yes. Yep. Employee yes. referral bonuses. That's right. Usually around five hundred bucks or so. So mm-hmm. it's pretty significant. So yes, they're incented to push your resume in front of the right people. That's right. Um, let alone y'all take take advantage, please, of of what you deserve, which is our commitment and uh, your and and our patriotism. Frankly, it's not charity. We want you in the company. So. Say, hey, I'm a veteran looking for a job. Help me out. And I will tell you, I don't know too many people that say no. (laughs) Well, that's true. And you have some unique skills as a veteran. And if you're an employer listening in, you need to know, hey, there's some men and women out there who have really unique skills that could help you make your business really successful. So, again, uh, Heroes to Healthcare. We've got Dave Gregorio on. Dave, you were talking about LinkedIn. Ron and I were talking about LinkedIn. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys and say, yeah, I, I, you know, I've always networked with, and I have friends in the industry. I've never had a have a resume. It's a different world now, isn't it? It really is. I, I liken a lot to, uh, and this is going to be kind of silly, but it aligns. And so I was talking to my son down at A&M. He's a young man. He's handsome. He's got a lot going for him. And he's online dating. Well, why are you doing that? You know, just just go to the local restaurant or whatever. <laughs> Dad, Dad, it don't work that way anymore, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's LinkedIn, isn't it, right? How do I meet all these business folks and make all these connections? Well, most people aren't getting out, per se, maybe on the golf course or whatever. LinkedIn is where it's at. And add to that, find communities of interest. What are those? There's a Corman group out there. There's a medic group out there. There's a healthcare executives group out there. Find them, and if they're not open where you could just connect in, Ask to be included, and that plugs you into those communities. All right. When we come back, I'd like to see if we could define some of those organizations you're talking about that are healthcare professionals that people could network and get involved with. So this is Jim Blythe and Ron Abrams. We're here on Alliance for the Brave helping you learn to earn. I like that. Learn to earn. Learn to earn. That's a great one. We'll be right back with Dave Gregorio and... Heroes to Healthcare. After these words from all of our partners, you're joining in today on Alliance for the Brave, a gorgeous day in the neighborhood. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Isaiah. Hi, I'm Melody. And, and we're, we're the, the Krekka Military Family. And, and you're listening, listening to Alliance for the Brave. Brave. Hi, I'm Jim Blythe, Certified Senior Advisor. I've been working with seniors for 10 years in Texas and Oklahoma, helping them with financial issues, home finance, helping them to restructure their life, save their home, save the farm. That's what I do. I teach them, I help them, and I work with them. You can look me up on jimblythe.net, or you can call me at 214-502-4600. That's 214-502-4600. Hi, this is Pat Gear from Gear Services. I wanted to let you know we now offer domain registration, web hosting, email hosting, and other online services to support your online presence and promote your brand. Visit GERdomains.com to register your domain or start your own website. If you need help setting up your website, we're always here for you. Visit GERdomains.com or call 1-800-601-GEER for more information. Thanks. 
You're listening to Alliance for the Brave, honoring, serving, and empowering those who serve our great country in the line of duty. Today's program is presented by Homebridge Financial Services, Gear Services Web Design, and Steve Sewell, Farmers Insurance of Texas. Learn more about our mission and how you can plug in with us at allianceforthebrave.com. Now, back to the conversation. Welcome back. You've got Jim Blythe and the Ron Abrams with the Texas Veterans Commission, the guy to go help you get employed. And joining us, the great Dave Gregario. We were talking about resumes, and you mentioned the importance of that and how few resumes you see um, that are good. And let me tell you something. I wanted to go through an exercise. So Ron was telling me about a job in the Texas Veterans Commission, and because of all the things we talk about, I wanted to go through the exercise and understand that. It ain't necessarily easy if you've never done it before. Oh, it's, it's really hard if you've never done it before. And sadly, on the other side of the Internet, we'll call it, the recruiter has very little exposure or understanding of the military side. So we got a chasm here. Yeah. Veterans not understanding the corporate side and that awful machine. And the vast majority of recruiters are recent college grads. These are usually entry-level jobs having very little understanding or exposure to the military side. So resume is your first impression. And so how critical to make that connection with a, and I tell my guys all the time, sorry if I insult anybody, but a snowflake recruiter. (laughs) You've shown us two uh, resumes, a before and after. Yes. And the before, I mean, you know, I've seen resumes like that for years. Um, Two pages, that's my resume. My resume is about four or five, but then I'm a lot older than you guys. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But then you go to this consolidated one page, it's, it's spectacular. And look what's on top. What's the very first job on top? It's their Navy job. Yeah. It's their, it, but yet that's not the most recent, but boy, is that valuable. But you look at their old resume, I, I can't even tell they're a veteran, quite frankly. It's hardly in there. And that young man just this week went on two job interviews, and he's been applying for jobs for a year. Went on two job interviews this week after we polished him up a little bit, and he got two job offers. Two good ones. Good job offers. Good job offers. So, yes, it makes a difference. It makes a tremendous difference. And I'm seeing some real common uh, mistakes that are taking place that, that you don't need heroes to healthcare to improve them. Got both of you guys. You look at, you yes. work with this day in, day out. What's the number one mistake people make? The fact that they're not having matches in the uh i call them action verbs oh thank uh, you everything that you see in the job description should be on that resume yes sir normally it's the action verbs that we don't see yes i also don't ever see scope and it's so critical mm. what do i mean by that everybody has all this participation stuff in there i participated i call them the eight words and those mm. eight words i hate words <laughs> right participate coordinate facilitate no That just means you're a part of something. Mm -hmm. I want to know that you did something. You led something. And as you describe what you did, I want to know, and this is where the scope comes in, the context of what you did. 
So if you increase something by 50%, but there's only two transactions taking place, big deal. But if I know you're working in an environment that has a million transactions or 150 men and women you're responsible for across three states or three continents, who knows? Give 70 me, hours per week. Give me some <laughs> scope so I know that these things you're telling me about that you accomplished, which is a whole other topic, actually was done in an environment that gives it some meat, some, some depth, and that is so important. That's usually associated with each and every one of your jobs. Right after your job, give me a little summary of the scope of that world. Wow, this is fascinating. It's a different world, and especially if you're coming out of the military, it's a very different world in getting employed today because when we went into the military, they didn't ask you for a resume. No, <laughs> they just... Uh, Sort of stick a mirror under your nose and see if you're breathing. (laughs) Seriously. Hey, we're here to help you not only get employed, but get better employed. As you said earlier, too many people are underemployed. Yes, sir. Especially veterans. This is Jim Blythe and Ron Abrams with Dave Gregorio. We'll be right back after these words, and you're listening to Alliance for the Brave. This is Chaplain Tim Moore, Command Chaplain at Naval Station Norfolk. You're listening to Alliance for the Brave. Are you a business owner or IT director with a need for custom application development? Gear Services provides custom application development to fully utilize your corporate data. From online mapping applications to business intelligence dashboards, Gear Services designs online applications to help manage your business in a more effective manner. Our applications are used to manage assets around the workplace. Visit GEERServices.com. That's GEERServices.com. Or call 1-800-601-GEAR for more information about what Gear Services can do for your company. Hi, this is Jim Blythe, your Alliance for the Brave host, who also works for Homebridge Financial Services, a mortgage company that is one of the top 10 lenders in the nation. We're offering to our listeners a special promotion, $500 off your closing costs if you use the promotion code A and the number 4B. That's A, the number 4B. Just call our 800 number, 833-4-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833, the number 4-MY-VA-LOAN. Or visit our website, homebridge.com. My NMLS number is 311-548, and our Homebridge company NMLS is 6521. Our address is 194 Wood Avenue South, 9th floor in Island, New Jersey, 08830. We are an equal opportunity lender, and we love veterans and want to help you with your VA home loans or your other home loan needs. Homebridge is a full-service lender. You can also go to our website on allianceforthebrave.com. Jim and Ron, we've got Dave Gregorio. 
Dave during the break. By the way, if you're joining us on Facebook, and Kathy, thank you so much. You got a question, you're welcome to call us, 214-810-8255. That's 214-810-8255. The line is open. While we're having a heck of a good time, we'd like to talk to you as well. But, Dave, you were telling me a story about a combat medic. Yeah, we uh, we meet lots of 16, combat medics. 16 years as a combat yeah. medic. I bet you he's fixed more broken bones and maybe uh, done appendectomies and all kinds of stuff. What happened? Oh, man, you nailed it, too. Every time I talk to somebody about a combat medic or a Navy corpsman, I hear about tourniquets and broken bones and Mm. sutures and stuff like that. But here's the deal. At an E4, E5, E6, E7 level, they're they're running major pieces of business. In my world, they're major pieces of business. They're leading guys, leading budgets, coordinating. They've got a lot going on, be it in combat or be it stateside, be it on a ship or in a hospital. They're doing everything that our organizations do in civilian health care. So what if, and I have this happen all the time, what if they didn't have to go into health care? What if they didn't have to see another patient again? What if I took that amazing health care experience, of which I've done 500-plus times, because Perot Systems Healthcare did not take care of patients. We implemented systems nationally. What about all this technology that supports the healthcare system? Yeah. Boy, wouldn't it be amazing if you had healthcare hands-on knowledge and you learned a little bit about technology or project management or consulting or systems? Josh Harris, shout out for Josh if he's listening. Combat medic, he's a senior director responsible for the system implementation called EPIC at Texas Health Resources. He was a combat medic. He is implementing the healthcare information system throughout Texas Healthcare Resources, or Texas Health Resources, I'm sorry. And how did that happen? Well, he learned about technology through our program back in the Perot days. And these guys are incredible. And so it's not just about tourniquets and sutures and the things that we think of when we think of a combat medic or a corpsman. Oh, my goodness, they're so valuable in so many other areas. The only thing they don't have in the military, and I tell these guys this all the time, give me a little chance to teach you, is revenue cycle. What is revenue cycle in healthcare? It's that whole billing and financial side, which is huge. But in the military, we have transactions as well. We have electronic medical records, and we have claims. It's just not going to the United Healthcare's and the Cigna's and the Aetna's of the world. But there's still a lot of transactions taking place in, in active duty health care. I share all the time. One of our, our parts of our program is we actually do a workshop with civilians and help civilians understand what I'm talking about in these employers that we're working with, as well as understand veterans and understand the military. And every one of my guys that go through an interview with the civilians that have gone through our program have a much better experience in the interview because their interviewer knows what they're really all about. And so you take that healthcare knowledge and you bring it to the table with a little bit of business background. And I share with these folks, you know what? The Defense Health Agency births 2,000 babies a month. A month. What's the Defense Health Agency? Well, it's where active duty healthcare takes place. What do you mean? I thought that was the VA. No, 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 no. That's for veterans. Who do you think takes care of the active duty and family? And then some internationally oh yeah and so all that we do in civilian health care is happening 
in active duty health care, in the military, in the DOD, just not revenue cycles. So, oh, my goodness, they can do so much other than just hands-on health care, uh, patient care. And I, I, as a civilian, not knowing anything about that former military, had some great friends that were medics. And the first thing that comes to mind is a guy with that kind of training would be a great EMT. But that's about the lowest paying job in the medical health care industry, according is, to you. That is hard to support a family on. So Whoa. that is hard. EMT, paramedic, God bless them. Thank you all that are listening that are EMTs and paramedics. God, we need you. We appreciate you. And you are underpaid. <laughs> mm, yeah. I, when you told me that, I about fell off the chair. Couldn't believe it. But there are lots of other opportunities. So they need to sit down with somebody like you and find out what are the opportunities. Yes, absolutely. And then how do you make that? You know, one of the things I tell young men and women, when you walk into a meeting, how you dress, you look like Ron Abrams, look like a champion. You (laughs) you wear a jacket. You have a smile. You look people right straight. But in today's world, it's not about that. Good it's point, about Jim. it's about this electronic thing with a resume. Yeah, that but, you have the right stuff in it. But don't lose sight, y'all. Of despite the electronic, Ron had mentioned something earlier about job fair or whatever. Get out, folks, and meet people too. Despite the electronic, I got to tell you, you electronically go send them an email with a copy of your resume and let them put that in their back pocket and share it with their friends because they met you somewhere. So mm-hmm. get out and meet people, wherever that may be. And, and meeting people is not Facebook. Yes, sir. Def, I'm in, like physically get out of the house. Yes, sir. I, I haven't seen television since 2012. When you I'm at home, much, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, most definitely. Boy, it, it, that's for again sure. because this is a distraction. Yes, and, and and there was an experiment wherein they were suggesting that no one watch television or listen to the radio for like a week, you know, five to seven days. And at the end, some people reported being a whole lot more uh, acute uh, with their hearing, uh, perception, uh, wow. spatial awareness, everything. Everything becomes sharp. Wow. But when you're, you're watching too much television, you get dumbed down. Yeah. They say uh, television is at a ninth grade level now. Wow. Eighth ninth grade. grade. Eighth grade now. I've, okay. heard it. I've heard it at an eighth grade. I've heard the average American reads at an eighth grade level. Mm. And I've had people get into political discussions with me, and I look at them and I go, I hear what you're saying, but the electorate... It reads at an eighth grade level. It's dumbed down in television. Mm-hmm. That isn't going to be effective. We do the same thing, though, when we're getting into the employment world. Yes, sir. Yep. It's funny because I, I'm the perfect, I'm, I'm the example. I'm the guy who's had all these friends, all these people. I never provided a resume. Well, and people would come after me because they know me and they want me to be part of their company. And I love that. But in today's world, if I wanted to serve veterans with a VA, if I wanted, if I'm a Vietnam veteran and I want to keep working and serve veterans, you got to be able to know how to do these applications and right. these resumes. Oh yeah. So Two the guys, you, you're talking about the young guys coming out of the military. I'm talking about the guys my age who want a second and third career. Yes. Two seconds is the average. If you get a resume to human eyes, two seconds is about what those human eyes are going to spend on it. Right. And so, darn right, 
pretty makes a difference. And I get people challenge me on all, all the time. Content, content, uh, keywords. Yeah. yeah, that's great until it gets in front of somebody. <laughs> right. And then structure and layout. The, mm-hmm. the attraction, quite frankly, is important. It's not the most important, but it is important. Jim, you got two sitting right in front of you. Those are real. Those are from last week. Oh, I saw that. And one then... stands out and one, nah, not quite so much. Same guy. <laughs> you know, uh, that's pretty amazing. I think, this is, I think this is a key because so many people are getting helpless and hopeless, Dave, in trying to get a job, and they can't because the world has changed. Well, you're describing another thing that I wanted to touch on today that, that's hurting me because it's hurting so many, and that is this sense of hopelessness that especially a recent transition veteran will experience shortly after submitting several applications and not hearing anything. And I hear this all the time. What's wrong with me? Am I not valued? Am I not valuable? What, why is nobody returning my call, returning my resume, saying, hey, you don't qualify? I'm not hearing anything, Dave. Folks that are listening, that's a dynamic of the industry. That's not you. It's not just veterans. Civilians experience that as well. Ron, as a recruiter, you have some great insights into this. It's sad, but it's a societal issue. It's not just veterans. That's right. Uh, and another thing about resumes, <laughs> when, they, when jobs are posted, a lot of people go for just looking at the job and not seeing how long that job's been posted. If it's been posted for you know, six, seven months, you know, most jobs, especially on LinkedIn, they're, they're allowed to be shown for six months. That job may have been filled already. Yes. More than likely. Yes. And usually they're only going to interview the top five maybe to 10% of the, of, of the resumes that were submitted. Yes. And so if you wait too long, you're, you're, you're missing the power curve there. And if I'm an employer and I have an open position internally, let's say, or I have an open position and I'm considering somebody internally, I still post that job out there for at least five days mm-hmm. in order to uh, be compliant with EEOC regulations and all this other stuff that's out there. So that job very well already may be earmarked for somebody. I hate to bust anybody's bubble, but it's the truth, and that's what takes place out there. Same thing um, for VA and DOD. Yeah, DOD it's, jobs. it's a common practice, and, and it just keeps it all on the level playing field. Um, but it's not uncommon. I had a guy, uh, actually medic combat medic. Um, at the George Bush Institute, we did a session with a bunch of healthcare executives around a table and a few corpsmen and medics and whatnot. And he was great. He looked every one of these executives in the eyes and said, who are you trying to hire? Because your job posts all look like you need Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they've got everything but the kitchen sink in there as far as skills and competencies, which mm-hmm. really intimidate a veteran that doesn't have that experience looks at this uh, job qualification goes, I don't qualify. There's no mm-hmm. way. Well, meanwhile, that job is a wish. That employer, is, it's a wish that's out there that maybe they'll get 80% of the qualifications right. that they're looking for. So. Let, me, let me back up to something that I absolutely believe in, and that's if you're looking for a job, you got to have a plan. Yes, sir. you got to get some input. you got to get some professional help. Uh, now, I, I went through this exercise because I wanted to learn. Now I'm learning. I didn't go deep enough. I didn't 
plan enough. This has been a great learning exercise for me as I talk with men and women my age as well as I talk with young men and women. You've got to have a detailed plan. You've got to have some mentor like a Dave Gregorio. If you want to get into the medical field, you need to talk to a Dave Gregorio. You want to get into uh, another field, talk with uh, Ron. And you build a plan, and that plan has to be several components. Your resume is part of it. Your 30-second elevator speech is part of it. Your interview techniques, how, how you answer those questions. Yeah, in the interview. <laughs> now, and when we went into combat, we had a plan. That's right. When we went in to, to do boot camp, we had a plan, believe it or not. You, when, train, you trained up for it. You're trained up for it, but for some reason, we don't always take that forward as we get out. Now, one of the big things I did in the Navy was maintenance administration, taking care of the logs and records and making sure the planes were flyable, and that sort of organizational skill is something that's really helped me when I did development and things of that nature. You need to know how do you communicate that to somebody because it's a different world in hiring. Right, very much so. And that means that's part of your plan. And unfortunately, you have veterans who come out with a very arrogant attitude. A lot of these guys have been leading, you know, for 6, 10, 15, 20 years leading other you know, soldiers and Marines and sailors. Uh, but when they come to the civilian world, they think that they can come off you know, brash as they, they usually are in the military. But you can't do that. You, you have to learn to communicate. And uh, uh, perhaps you can delve into that. What, what, what are you seeing? How, how are they operating when they come through that interview? I look forward to sharing that when we get back from the break. Outstanding. <laughs> this is Jim Blythe with Ron Abrams. We are Alliance for the Brave, and we've got Dave Gregorio. So we'll be right back with more information and education. Hi, this is Pat Gear from Gear Services. I wanted to let you know we now offer domain registration, web hosting, email hosting, and other online services to support your online presence and promote your brand. Visit GEERdomains.com to register your domain or start your own website. If you need help setting up your website, we're always here for you. Visit GEERdomains.com or call 1-800-601-GEER for more information. Thanks. Hi, I'm Jim Blythe, Certified Senior Advisor. I've been working with seniors for 10 years in Texas and Oklahoma, helping them with financial issues, home finance, helping them to restructure their life. Save their home, save the farm, that's what I do. I teach them, I help them, and I work with them. You can look me up on jimblythe.net or you can call me at 214-502-4600. That's 214-502-4600. moment of leadership with Colonel John Antell, U.S. Army retired. You will rise to the level of your leadership. If your leadership level is high and you're a capable leader, you can do many good things for many people. If your leadership level is low, if you have trouble working with people, if you can't get along with people, then you can't really be a leader. You will rise to the level of your leadership. Teamwork wins. I'm Colonel John Antell, American-Leadership.com. You're listening to 
Alliance for the Brave, honoring, serving, and empowering those who serve our great country in the line of duty. Today's program is presented by Homebridge Financial Services, Gear Services Web Design, and Steve Sewell Farmers Insurance of Texas. Learn more about our mission and how you can plug in with us at AllianceForTheBrave.com. Now, back to the conversation. Guys, this has just been too much fun with Ron Abrams and Dave Gregorio. And Dave, we were talking about great employment statistics. Only problem is a huge number of people are terribly underemployed. Yes, sir. But what is your closing thought in helping people to get from underemployed or unemployed into really productive? What's your closing things that you want to mention? Power up, veterans. I'm seeing too many of you settle with what you currently have because it's a job. You deserve more, and you're capable of more. Just expand your horizons a little bit. Ron Abrams and Texas Workforce Commission team can help you with that. There are a lot of veteran support organizations around that can help you with that. Ladies and gentlemen, you're capable of so much more, and I see it all the time. Yes, it's especially effective on the healthcare side in, in building these guys up, but I see it in lots of areas with guys coming out. Uh, apprenticeships nationally, huge opportunity. We're the only program in the country that's focused on health care, but there's a lot of phenomenal apprenticeship programs, and the new administration is very supportive of it, increased funding by 40%. What a great way to earn and learn. One of the catches in our resumes that we see often is y'all don't put your, you got a lot of effort on your resume, but you don't show the results of your effort, be it on active duty or after you discharge on your job. Let your readers see what you've accomplished, not just participated in, but actually got done. That's what's attractive to me as an employer. That's what will take you out of underemployment. Don't give up. Push yourselves. You're capable of more. Look at what you've achieved in the military. Look at your skills and capability. Don't get discouraged. Get out there and go after more because it's available to you. One more quick statistic, another 11%. 11% of employers will tell you that their college graduates had the skills and abilities to do what they needed them to do. Only 11%. Oh. That's a lot of room for my veterans. Good point. So you don't need a four-year degree. No, sir. To make $50,000 a year. You can have a certification. Guys, (laughs) it's that time of day. I want to say a quick prayer, especially for all of those medics, those first responders, those people who keep us safe. God bless you. Thank you. And please, God, look over them and keep them safe. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. And this is Jim Blythe. Ron Abrams. And Dave Gregorio. And we are here. We want you to go to Heroes for Healthcare. We want you to go to our website, Alliance for the Brave. We're here to help you to get not only employed, but get employed to your network where you can make that contribution that'll make all the difference in the world. All right, we'll be back next week with more Alliance for the Brave. Again, go to our website. Take a look at the people that are helping you. Homebridge Gear Services, we're here for you. 